Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Espero que todo esté bien contigo. This is Tamara Marie, host of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I wanted to ask you a quick question before we get started with this episode. Do you have trouble hearing and understanding native Spanish speakers? Whether you've been learning Spanish for two weeks or two years, it can be a struggle to really understand the fast pace of Spanish spoken by native speakers. So if that's you, don't worry, I got you. I have developed a method that will help you understand 80% of spoken Spanish in less than 30 minutes. This method will help you improve your ability to hear and understand native Spanish speakers so you can increase your listening comprehension and shed your fear of being afraid to start a conversation. You know, a lot of times we don't want to talk to someone in Spanish because we're afraid that when they talk back, we're not going to understand what they say. So we really need to get after that fear by improving our Spanish listening skills. So if this is something that you're interested in, I'd love to share it with you. I'm providing access to this masterclass absolutely free so that you can learn how to improve your Spanish listening skills. If you want to sign up, just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. Now, we're only going to have this masterclass available for a limited time, so make sure you sign up today if you want to get access, SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. Okay, let's get to this episode of the podcast. LingoPie is a video on-demand service specially designed for language learning. Practice your Spanish and do it simply by watching TV. You can choose local content in every genre from around the world, from drama to crime, comedy, documentaries, and even kid shows. As you watch, automatically add words to your list of vocabulary that you can revisit later to practice with flashcards, games, and more. It's everything a language learner dreams of. To sign up, go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash LingoPie. Bienvenido. 
Latinos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Mari. Bienvenidos al episodio 157. Welcome to episode 157 of the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. Now, in this episode, we are going to continue uh, talking about a really common theme that's come up in the past few episodes. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the holiday season, right? So we've been talking about vocabulary around family and also around the winter holidays. So we've explored that through song as well as uh, we've talked about some cultural traditions so far in Puerto Rico. So if you haven't been listening to the last few episodes, I invite you to go back and check those out uh, because there's a lot of great vocabulary about uh, family members and not just the things we all know, right? Madre, padre, primo, tío, things like that. But we explored some of the vocabulary around your in-laws and extended family, things that you may not have to say in your day-to-day, but as we're approaching this particular season, you may be encountering more of those family members uh, during the next few weeks. So uh, go back and listen to those if you miss them. But in this episode, we're going to continue not only talking about family, but also the holiday season. And we're going to do that through a dialogue, but this time from our Colombian Spanish 101 course. Now, if you're not familiar with our courses that we have on the different regional uh, ways that Spanish is spoken, uh, definitely check out our website, CaribbeanSpanish101.com. We have courses so far covering Cuba, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and uh, our latest one is Colombian Spanish, and we are expanding um, as we continue. So this is actually from our Colombian Spanish course. Now, if you're listening to this in December 2022, uh, you can get on the wait list uh, if you want to be notified as soon as the course is available and even get an exclusive discount for pre-ordering. So go to learnspanishquantsalsa.com slash 157 if you'd like to get more details about that as soon as they're available. But I want you to enjoy this particular dialogue and it's about conversations that happen during this time of year. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you listen to the entire dialogue. Um, you're going to listen to it in Spanish first, and then you're going to hear it again with the English translation. Uh, so actually, I'm going to let you listen to it twice in Spanish and, and just to see uh, if there's things that you miss, uh, things that you can catch the first time around, and just just really pay attention, right? Take some time to sit down and actively listen. So if you're distracted while you're doing this, if you're driving, you're working out, you're taking a walk, uh, try to take some time to pause so that you can really uh, tune in on this conversation to see if you can understand it without the translation. And then again, when you hear it with the English translation. Um, after that, I'm going to come back and talk about some of the vocabulary that's specific to Colombia and also highlight some things that are about the holiday season and I'm specifically about family. So keep your ears open for any words that you might hear relating to family members. And I will point those out at the end and you can see 
if you were able to catch them all, okay? Uh, so again, this is going to be at regular conversational speed. We are not slowing it down. That's why I encourage you uh, to take a moment and pay attention so that you can actively listen to this dialogue. So this is going to be about, uh, again, a very general topic, conversaciones de sembrinas. So de sembrinas is a way of really talking about the winter holidays. Um, and of course, it sounds a lot like December. <laughs> so these are just conversations um, that are happening as uh, we have two people talking about their plans for the month of December, for the winter holidays. So listen up. Uh, the conversation is between two women uh, talking about their plans for December or sus planes decembrinos. Se llegó diciembre. Sí, este año pasó muy rápido. Los traídos de tus niños. No, todavía no. La niña no sabe qué quiere y el niño está pidiendo unos carros muy caros. Ese es el problema con la televisión. Ellos se antojan siempre de las cosas más caras. Pero bueno, así son ellos. ¿Qué planes tienes con tu familia para el 24? Mente lo mismo de siempre, ir a la finca de la abuela, hacer natilla, buñuelos, alguna comida especial y probablemente quemar pólvora. A mis cuñados les encanta quemar volcanes y papeletas. A mí me aterra. Sí, a mí también me aterra la pólvora. A mi esposo también le gusta, pero lo único que le dejo usar son las chispas mariposas, que me dan mucho miedo que los niños se quemen. Bien, me da mucho miedo. Entonces, cuando mis cuñados están quemando pólvora, yo mantengo a los niños cogidos de la mano para que no se acerquen. Y es mejor. Así los niños se enojen. A los míos les da rabia porque los demás niños están jugando con pólvora. Pero yo prefiero que estén de mal genio por un rato a que se quemen por culpa del desparche de otro. Porque quemar pólvora es puro desparche, definitivamente. Bueno, mija, después hablamos que voy a volver a trabajar. Después hablamos. Chao. Escucha otra vez. Listen to the conversation one more time. Se llegó diciembre. Sí, este año pasó muy rápido. Los traídos de tus niños. No, todavía no. La niña no sabe qué quiere y el niño está pidiendo unos carros muy caros. Ese es el problema con la televisión. Ellos se antojan siempre de las cosas más caras. Pero bueno, así son ellos. ¿Qué planes tienes con tu familia para el 24? Mente lo mismo de siempre, ir a la finca de la abuela, hacer natilla, buñuelos, alguna comida especial y probablemente quemar pólvora. A mis cuñados les encanta quemar volcanes y papeletas. A mí me aterra. Sí, a mí también me aterra la pólvora. A mi esposo también le gusta, pero lo único que le dejo usar son las chispas mariposas, que me dan mucho miedo que los niños se quemen. Bien, me da mucho miedo. Entonces, cuando mis cuñados están quemando pólvora, yo mantengo a los niños cogidos de la mano para que no se acerquen. Y es mejor. Así los niños se enojen. 
a los míos les da rabia porque los demás niños están jugando con pólvora. Pero yo prefiero que estén de mal genio por un rato a que se quemen por culpa del desparche de otro. Porque quemar pólvora es puro desparche, definitivamente. Bueno, mija, después hablamos que voy a volver a trabajar. Después hablamos. Chao. So I hope you were able to catch some of that conversation. So let's break it down line by line and go through the translation and also some of the Colombian Spanish words. So it starts out with, uh, this is a conversation between Claudia and Lina. So Claudia says, Se llegó diciembre, which means December has arrived. And then Lina responds, I see, este año pasó muy rápido. So, oh yeah, this year went by really quickly. So then Claudia asks, ¿Ya compraste los traídos de tus niños? So she's asking, have you already bought your children's Christmas presents? And the word here for presents, you might be familiar with regalos, but uh, the word used here is traídos, traídos. So that's one of those uh, words that's unique to Colombia. Uh, and then Lina says, no, todavía no. La niña no sabe qué quiere y el niño está pidiendo unos carros muy caros. So it's a little bit of a play on, word at the end, play on words at the end there. So she says, no, todavía no, is no, not yet. Uh, the girl doesn't know what she wants, and the boy is asking for some very expensive cars. So carros muy caros. <laughs> so uh, in any case, uh, Claudia responds, I see. Es eso problema con la televisión. So yes, that's the problem of TV. Ellos se antojan siempre de las cosas más caras. So you can translate this to say that, you know, they always want the most expensive things. But I want you to pay attention to this, se antojan, because this is a way of um, not just saying they want, right? Because we could have just said, ellos quiere las cosas más caras. But this, se antojan, um, antoja is like if you think of something that almost that you crave. So if you think about uh, children writing down the presents that they want, right? It's it's not just like, oh, I want that. It's like, um, no, I really, really want it. So se antojan is giving this idea that it's kind of sticky or it's more of like a craving. It's something that they really, really want. Uh, and then Lena responds, sí, pero bueno, así son ellos. So yeah, but that's just how they are. And then she goes on to ask her, ¿Qué planes tienes con tu familia para el 24? So what plans do you have with your family for the 24th? So I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but more commonly in Latin America, the day before Christmas is celebrated. So sort of here, it's Christmas Eve here in the U.S. And some families celebrate it, I think, but there's a lot more, I think, dinners around actually Christmas Day, whereas in Latin America, it's a lot more common to have a family get together on uh, Christmas Eve. So that's why they're asking um, planas para el 24. So your plans for the 24th. So Claudia responds, and this one went by really quickly, and there's a lot of uh, Colombian Spanish words in this, so let's break it down. Probablemente lo mismo de siempre. So probably the same as always. Ir a la finca de la abuela. So go to her grandmother's farm. And abuela is one of those words, grandmother. So that's one of those words related to family again. Hacer natilla. So natilla is actually uh, a dessert. It's kind of like a pudding. 
um, that is a traditional dessert that's made during the December holidays. Then she says, oh, so she's basically listing uh, a lot of things they're going to make. So hacer natilla, buñuelos, and that's another uh, dessert that is from Colombia. And this is kind of like a fried bread. It's made with like cheese and sort of like a corn um so I was like, I don't know how to explain it, more like a, I guess like a flour. Um, but this is something else that, you know, we're going to actually include in the show notes. You can see what they look like. So it's hard to explain uh, desserts, right? <laughs> so uh, those are just some things that are traditionally made during the December holidays. Uh, and then she goes on to say, alguna comida especial. So, you know, a special dish. Y quemar pólvora. And this is... Uh, a way of saying to set off fireworks. So part of the celebrations, which, you know, in the U.S., I think much more associated with the 4th of July or maybe even Memorial Day. Uh, but here in Colombia, we're discussing quemar pólvora during uh, the 24th. A mis cuñados les encanta quemar bocanas y papeletas. A mí me aterra. Okay, so cuñado, that's a word that we reviewed in one of our previous episodes. Uh, And if you remember, this is the word for brother-in-law. So a mis cuñados les encanta. So my brothers-in-law love uh, to set off fireworks. And so there's a couple other words for fireworks mentioned here. So we already had pólvora. So now we also have volcanas y papeletas. So volcanes is, you know, from the word volcan, which is like a volcano. So this is a type of fireworks that you put on the floor. And when it turns on, it actually looks like a volcano is erupting. And papeletas is what we would probably call firecracker. So uh, something more similar that you might see uh, with, like I said, a 4th of July celebration here in the U.S. And then she says, you know, a mi me terra. It's like, the, it terrifies me, right? Which is a healthy fear to have because you're playing with fire, literally. <laughs> okay, so then Lena responds, I see. A mí también me aterra la pólvora. So she's like, yeah, I am also terrified of fireworks. A mi esposo también le gusta, pero lo único que le dejo usar son las chispitas mariposas. So she's saying, look, my husband also likes to set off fireworks. So a mi esposo también. So esposo, another word uh, for the family vocabulary that we've talked about recently. Uh, and he say, she's saying, lo único que le dejo usar son los chispitas mariposas. So chispitas mariposas, you know, so, so let's break this down. It's just another way of saying fireworks. This is more of like um, a different type of firework. Um, it's something more like we probably would call them sparklers, uh, so if the word chispa means spark, and of course mariposa is like a butterfly. So I guess they're saying it kind of looks like a little butterfly. I don't know. <laughs> but um, she's saying like basically he only gets to use a little sparkler. She doesn't get to set off the big ones. Me da mucho miedo que los niños se quemen. So I'm really afraid that the children are going to burn themselves or get burnt. Then Claudia answers, a mí también me da mucho miedo. So I, I'm, this also scares me a lot. Entonces, cuando mis cuñados están quemando pólvora, yo mantengo a los niños cogidos de la mano para que no se acerquen. So she says, so when my brothers-in-law are burning the fireworks or setting them off, I hold the children by hand so they don't go close to the fireworks. Lena responds, sí, es mejor. Así los niños se enojen. So she says, yep, yeah, it's better that way. So the children get upset. 
She says, a los míos les da rabia porque los demás niños están jugando con pobre. So my children get angry because all the other children are playing with fireworks. Pero yo prefiero que estén de mal genio por un rato a que se queman por culpa de desparche de otros. So she says, but I prefer that they are just in a bad mood. So estén de mal genio por un rato. So just for a little while. So I'm fine if they get upset just for a little while. And she's saying she'd rather that than they get burned. Okay. A que se quemen por culpa de desparche de otros. So this is actually an, another uh, word here that is unique to Colombia. This desparche is a way of saying that, you know, you're really unbearably bored. Um, and hey, you know, if you're sitting around with nothing to do during the holidays, <laughs> you're setting off fireworks, um, that's probably a little bit of a risky activity. So so she's saying, like, she would rather that her children are just upset with her for a little bit versus risking that they get burned just because other people are bored. And when they're sitting around bored, you know, they get in trouble. So Claudia responds, sí. Porque quemar pólvora es puro desparche, definitivamente. So, yeah, because setting off fireworks is definitely pure boredom. Bueno, mija, después hablamos que voy a volver a trabajar. So she says, hey, girl, let's talk later. I have to get back to work. And Lena says, listo. Después hablamos. Chao. So, okay, we'll talk later. And, um, yeah, so listo is something very also common said in, in Colombia. It's like um, just saying, like, okay, you know. So you hear that a lot, listo. Right, so that's um, also something common to Colombia. So that's it for our dialogue. I hope that you enjoyed this and you learned a little bit about Colombian Spanish. So if you want to get a breakdown of this dialogue and also learn more about our Colombian Spanish 101 course, make sure you go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 157 for episode 157 of the podcast. We'll include all the details there about how you can get our Colombian Spanish 101 course. And we'll also show you some uh, some images here so you can see what these different fireworks look like and how Las Fiestas de Sembrinas or the winter holidays are celebrated in Colombia. As always, I hope something you heard in this episode has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. Salsa.com.